And away we go. It's the Moonshots DFS podcast right here with your host, Dan Strafford. Been on a little bit of a sabbatical the past few weeks. Uh, some personal family stuff came up and uh, summer where my kids are around all the time. So trying to podcast while also working a full-time job has not worked out very well. But we are back for this Friday before the All-Star break. Hopefully get you uh, set, ready to go as you get content over there on moonshotsdfs.com. That is available to you uh, from Adam, uh, from Smitty, and of course the great data set uh, that Mike has put together. Subscriptions are available as always. Reminder, uh, $79 through the rest of the season, $25 uh, monthly through the end of the year, $7 weekly recurring through the end of the year. And if you really just want a day pass, you want to check out the site, you want to see what it's about, get the data for a day you can pay a dollar fifty a dollar fifty that'll get you a ride on the subway it won't even get you a ride on the subway in new york anymore now that i say it no phrase was that you know that in a quarter will get you a ride in the subway but uh i think the subway is like 225 so y- even more than you pay in the subway in new york city you, know, you can get a day pass uh here on moonshots dfs what we'll do is run through quickly here the dashboard i do want to point out we have the dashboard, uh, which is the matchups dashboard, but now also Mike has rolled out a really cool tool uh, that's the pitchers dashboard. And so this gives you each game, and it gives you the pitchers matchups. It gives you their cumulative stats for the past two years. That's, you know, a barometer, a, a starting point, a baseline, whatever phrase you want to use. And then you get last six data. And that gives you, over the past six starts, where this pitcher has been, what they're doing, the numbers they're giving up, so you look at we look at the 640 game. So I'm not going to give away a ton of this data uh, for the night slate because I want you to come over. I do want you to subscribe. I want you again to Discord chat. I want all of those things to happen. Um, I think all of that can happen and still make this podcast a, a reasonable uh, tool for you to start the day. Uh, Phillies at Marlins. That's our 640 game. Kyle Gibson. Over the past two years, 2021-2022, just a 17.3% K percentage against uh, lefties, 23.3% against righties, an ISO of 150 against lefties, 128 versus righties, WOBA 286, WOBA 315 against lefties. Now, again, the next stats I'm going to give you are not predictive. They're just showing where Gibson is, and then you dive in deeper uh, as to why this is happening. What's going on with Gibson? Has he changed his pitch mix? Has it been the opponents that he's been facing? Has you know other other things been uh, a problem, or uh, are his fly ball percentages up? Is he just giving up more power? And that's what's happening: sixteen point nine percent K percentage, nine point one percent walk rate, two fifty ISO to lefties, three forty seven WOBA against righties, fifteen point six percent K percentage, sixteen percent walk rate, two thirteen ISO. So. It has not been a good run over the last six games for for Kyle Gibson. That's not shocking, but you see that the Marlins and the Phillies are at six and a half runs over under. Now, the other side of it is Sandy Alcantara, but right now the Phillies are at 2.9. The Marlins are at just 3.8 runs. You know, this Marlins offense we know has struggled on the year. We know that uh, they don't have a, a ton that you love, but this is a team that, Again, you, you have some some upside here in this matchup. So that's that's the early matchup. That's really just to, to give you an idea of what's on that last six tab. I think, again, it's just contextual. It helps for you to understand what data is available and where to find the extra data. I mentioned other sites previously. 
everything you have it, it, you want is on this site it's just where to find it we did one video trying to get a couple more out really honing in on some of these other uh facets as we go through so We'll go to the dashboard, we'll run through quickly, we'll look at matchups, we'll look at what Vegas has, and then we'll take a look at some of my favorite plays on the day. I think some of them won't be too shocking, uh, but we have Braves at Nationals. It's uh, Ian Anderson against Patrick Corbin. Bullpen rating for the Braves, one of the best. Bullpen rating for the um, Nationals, one of the worst. It's a 5.5 total for the Braves. Nats are up to 4.3. So they started at 4, up to 4.3. Ian Anderson uh, has not been the best on the season overall. Uh, but I will point out, again, looking at that you know, sort of last six data, uh, going into Anderson's profile uh, itself, his past two starts have been good. They have been great. They've been solid. Uh, velocity has hovered around you know, right where he should be. Woba past two games not great iso not giving up home runs against the cardinals against the nationals who he faces here again and you can always talk about seeing a pitcher twice uh but not giving up the long ball and that's huge for anderson if anderson mr anderson if that can keep the ball in the park uh he's in a really good spot uh let's go next weather should be fine 55 percent relative humidity uh, 83 percent uh 83 degree day 82 degrees for the yankees red sox at Yankee Stadium. We know these two teams just played last week. Ivaldi versus Jordan Montgomery. Uh, so you have the Red Sox at just 3.6 against Montgomery. It opened at 8.5, down to 8. Yankees were at 5, now at 4.6 implied live. Obviously, the Red Sox against lefties are going to have pretty solid numbers, but not as good as you'd think. Even with Bogarts and with J.D. Martinez, um, you have just a 189 ISO. I say just... I expect it to be 195 plus. It's not. Now, Montgomery is a guy on the year, again, who has not necessarily lived up to that full billing you would have liked to see as a Yankee fan specifically. But over the past six games, his numbers against lefties are absolutely electric. 183 Woba uh, against righties, 296. Not striking out righties all that much. But with this lineup from the Red Sox I don't know that you're going to need a ton they're going to run out Devers obviously Yankee killer we know you'll see Verdugo and you'll probably see uh, Duran at the bottom of the lineup so you have three lefties there and then you do have some some righty mashers you have Trevor Story Bogarts and JD Martinez can Jordan Montgomery get through them enough times Vegas seems to think so and just 3.6 runs for the Red Sox uh, let's go next to Royals at Blue Jays and a, a tip of the cap to uh, the Kansas City Royals for beating the Blue Jays yesterday. Blue Jays should wear you know hats of shame today. Blue Jays, we all know, 10 players, not vaccinated. Just atrocious gameplay by the, the Blue Jays. They are plus 280. <coughs> Excuse me. Are the Royals on the money line? Uh, seeing the spread at Let's see, it's eight over under, five and a half, 5.4 implied run totals for the Blue Jays, 2.8 for the Royals. Money coming in hard and heavy on the Blue Jays. DK has the money line. Let's double check this again at 280. <coughs> I'm out in my office for the first time in a while, and the amount of uh, pollen that is just settled in this office is pretty terrible. Uh, this uh, on... The other side I'm looking at for Vegas is minus 366 on the money line for the Blue Jays. 
So plus 280 for the Royals. Yeah, minus 340 here. Okay, so plus 280 for the Royals, minus 340 for the Blue Jays. Obviously, Alex uh, Manoa here is in an absolutely fantastic spot. He's going up against a minor league lineup. We know that much. Um, I assume he's a top whiffers row. He is not. Interesting. He's middle of the pack. Just uh, 9K. You have Woodruff at 10 2, Clinton Kershaw at 9 4, Darvish is at 8,900. Manoa's got to be Robbie Ray at 9,800 for the Mariners later on against the Rangers. We'll get to that in a little bit. But you have to assume Alex Manoa is going to be very popular today. Not shockingly there. Um, I could see that being an absolute, you know, 10K, seven inning outing uh, without much problem. He's seventh or eighth in ERA on the year. Whip is up in the top 10. Uh, He's been absolutely solid. So I think he's more than a fine spot uh, for Alex Manoa in that matchup. Continuing on here. Uh, we get Tigers at Guardians. Drew H- and Zach Granke's on the other side of that. I I haven't figured out Granke really on the year. We know he's not giving up a ton of power. Um, Granke. Let's see. Last six games. Just doing some quick reading here. Did give up two home runs against the Astros, one against the Rangers, three back against the Twins. I yeah, I correct myself here. I'm 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 off. Uh, early in the year, he really held uh, the home runs down. Over the past six starts, giving up eight home runs. Lefty bats doing well there. I wow, both righties and lefties. So obviously the Blue Jays bats are going to be back in order here. Maybe some people are scared off because the poor outing yesterday. I'm sure ownership will be pretty high though with those numbers. Again, Zach Granke. Tigers, Guardians, Drew Hutchinson, Zach Plesak. Zach Plesak's one for the last six that I think it's really important to take a look. Plesak over his last six against lefties and ISO of just 121 against righties and ISO of just .069. Kang righties at 27.1%. Lefties at just 6.6%. But from reading some stuff on Twitter, diving into police act a little bit more, moving away from the fastball, moving towards the slider. And so this matchup here with the Tigers, who obviously strike out a ton to begin with, Zach Plesak, one of my favorite options on this slate. Zach, you know, I, am I locking him in? I don't play enough lineups to lock somebody in. Um... But the Tigers are 25.7% K percentage, 14.5% swinging strike rate, just a 292 Woba, 147 ISO. All these numbers scream for Zach Plesak to be one of your main pitchers. Plesak getting a decent projection over Moonshot's DFS, but just $7,200. Just 7200 So Plesak's definitely going to have a pin in him for me on this slate. The red-hot Baltimore Orioles take on the Tampa Bay Rays. This matchup is taking place in Tropicana Field. Tyler Wells against Luis Patino. 3.6 implied live total for the O's. Four for the Rays. Slight favorite here for the Rays at minus 128. Plus 109 for the O's. They opened at minus uh, 100, so uh, even money. Seven and a half is your over-under live total right now. Don't have much interest in this game. You might find a one-off, a cheap bat that you like in the matchup, but the field's not great. 
Pitching matchup is fine. The Rays against righties. A little bit of power at 181 ISO. Uh, the Orioles against righties, 172. Again, if you're taking recent data into consideration, past 10, past 12, past 15, uh, there's not a hotter team than the Orioles. Mariners at Rangers. Talked about Robbie Ray a bit before. He's being very well projected over on Moonshots DFS. Four and a half implied live uh, for the team total for the Mariners. 3.7 for the Rangers. Eight is our over under on the day. Matchup of Ray and Matt Bush. The Rangers against lefties on the year. Decent amount of power. Not much else going on. A quick look at their lineup that would be projected for tonight. Semyon, Seager, Adalas Garcia, John Himes had a pretty solid run. He's at 4K. There are enough lefty bats here. And checking in on the six-day uh, rolling totals, uh, six-start rolling totals for Robbie Ray, they're magnificent. Uh, righties uh, do hit him better, but just a 104 ISO, 321 Woba. Uh, Ray is 9,800 on this slate. Really solid matchup here. Rangers, 22.6K percentage against lefties. Not bad, not great. So Ray is going to be in the mix. So far, it's Ray and Plesak and Alex Manoa are the ones who really stand out to me. We're about halfway through this late. Athletics at Astros, uh, 3.4 implied live for the Astros. Houston, 4.8, 8 over under. Here's another pitcher that I don't mind, Jose Urquidy. Uh, Urquidy gets this matchup with the Oakland Athletics. 22.3% K percentage against righties. They have a 189 ISO, 328 against, let's see, 328 is the Athletics expected Woba, 321 Woba. Uh, Urquidy, probably SB2 worthy. I will actually take a second and uh, double check this. Looks like Odorizzi is listed on a few different sites. The Moonshots dashboard has Jose Urquidy. Let me do a quick, uh, see what's going on here. Quick uh, Twitter search. Uh, yesterday, Urquidy, all right, so it is Jose Urquidy starting, not uh, Orderizzi as uh, ESPN is still showing. So Urquidy is the right name in the dashboard. He does not look like he's getting a projection as of yet over on Moonshot's projection page. And that makes sense why I couldn't find him. So Odorizzi's still getting a projection there. So see if I can get that uh, righted before you all listen to this. But Urquidy's fine. Uh, price point of 8K, uh, I don't mind. But I, again, I think Plesak is in a much, much, much better position against the Tigers on this matchup. Sox and Twins are up next. Uh, Michael Kopesh versus Devin Smeltzer. Um, 82 degrees, 65% relative humidity. Uh, White Sox against lefties on the year. 172 ISO, 340 Woba, 23.9% K percentage for the Twins. 218. The Twins just have a great lineup. 218 ISO, 339 Woba. 
let's see. Checking in on Kopesh. Not pretty. Probably a good spot for the Twins here. Overall, he's given up a 202 ISO against lefties in his career, or at least over the past two years, pretty much the span of his career. 127 ISO, but I will point out over the last six, which dates back to May 12th. I think the May 12th was a, a relief appearance. It has not been pretty for Kopish. K percentage in the 19s. Walk percentage in the 14, 15%. Has struck out lefties at 26.2%, but righties have teed off just 7.1% K percentage. So this this Minnesota Twins lineup, I don't know. I don't have ownership projections, but you see righty-righty. You might get enough people to say, ah, I don't want to play Buxton. I don't want to play Jeffers. I don't want to play these righty bats uh, from the Minnesota Twins because they're facing a right-handed pitcher. But Buxton, Correa, Sanchez even, Jeffers, Gio Urshela, even Luis Arias here doesn't have the power, but he gets on base. Doing a Gio, Jeffers, Arias, Buxton, Correa five-man could be a lot of fun. Could be a lot of fun for that upside. I got burned last night, by the way. I, I played the, the Blue Jays, so I'm, I might be a little... Uh, shy on on the stacks I go to today. May try to spread it out a little bit more than I did uh, with the ownership I had over on the Toronto Blue Jays. Reds and Cardinals are up next. I don't. Uh, by the way, I don't necessarily like Smelter here. Um, yeah, same deal. Uh, this is an offense game. What's the over under of nine? Implied four point nine for the Twins, four point three for the Sox. So clearly an offense game there. No need to go to the pitching. Uh, Cardinals and Reds nine over under five point one for the Cardinals, four point one for the Reds. It's Hunter Green versus uh, Andrew Paulenti. Um, Cardinals getting some respect here. Paulenti getting some respect. Hasn't been all that great on the year. This is one I'm going to have to dive into a little bit more. I don't know enough about Andrew uh, Andre Palenti. Um, it is 4.1, so it's not like they're saying it's 3.3 or 3.7. Um, Hunter Green clearly has home run problems. We know that. Um, seven home runs over his last six starts. Last time out against the Rays was dynamic. Struck out 39.1% of the batters he faced. No home runs, just one earned run. We know this is a possibility for him. The issue here, though is that the St. Louis Cardinals, they don't strike out. So you can't play Hunter Green here. You're not playing Andre Palente, I guess, Palente at 5,700. I'm going to take a flyer there. Has a, a, a double-digit projection over on Moonshot's DFS. Uh, but I don't think I'll get there. 89 degrees, 5% humidity, 42% uh, relative humidity. Uh, 5% percent precipitation percentage I should say uh, Pirates at Rockies screw core slates Jose Quintana versus Herman Marquez I'm not going to take the Pirates here first game in cores I'm going to stick to that theory and stay away from them Rockies all you know one off or, or two off depending on the lineup they run out there uh, some pieces I it's hard to ignore though Connor Joe Charlie Blackman Chris Bryant CJ Crone Brandon Rogers Randall Greitchuk 
they're all righties. And Charlie Blackman has hit lefties very well in his career. This year, not as well. He's an old man now. But it's hard to ignore this lineup. Currently, uh, 11 over under, 6.1 implied live for the Rockies, 5.1 implied live for the Pirates. You're going to own Rockies on this slate. I'm going to stay away from Pittsburgh. You know, Dan, if you want a one-off Vogelbach or Sawinski, I get it. But I, I'm going to stay away. And that's sort of the, the the guess here. You have to look at ownership percentages. Can I fade cores or can I use them as one-offs? Using them as one-offs, you need that one player to be the one who goes off. Because if you get Vogelbach right and, you know, Sawinski and Hayes both have big games too, plenty of people are going to be stacking them just because of course field. So, I, I I might stay away from the Pirates altogether. Go after a little uh, magic with the Rockies as one-offs. Look at this as an 8-2 game. Maybe you look at Herman Marquez if you want to have some fun at, at 6,900. <laughs> nice. Um, but I, I'll largely ignore this game, to be quite honest. I hate court slates. Uh, Dodgers and Angels, the battle of the greater Southern California, Los Angeles sort of area, and Anaheim. Eight uh, is our implied live over under. 4.5 is our implied live for the Angels. Three po- Sorry, for the uh, Dodgers. 3.2 for the Angels. Uh, this is a matchup of Patrick Sandoval and Clinton Kershaw. Uh, Kershaw has been amazing this year. And... Uh, he has a decent projection, top five right now. Uh, but at 9,400, I'd rather, much rather go to Alec Manoa. Much rather go that way. Uh, the Angels have been without Mike Trout. We know that he's been in and out of the lineup. Does Kershaw get that benefit? Looking at the dashboard, Angels is 21 points, uh, 21% K percentage, uh, ISO of 172 against lefties. Again, Kershaw has a great projection here, just not interested in it. Again, Plesak, Manoa, Patrick Corbin is up there for me. I'll throw Urquidy in there as a potential play, uh, but I really, really like Zach Plesak on this slate as being your best pitching option of all. Diamondbacks at Padres. Petco, 81% relative humidity, 69 degrees. Nice again. Bumgarner versus Darvish. Load up on those Padres bats against Madison Bumgarner. 4.4 is your implied live for San Diego. 4.4, I I love going over that. 7.5 is our over under for Bumgarner versus Darvish. 3.2 for Arizona, Darvish. Let's see. Bumgarner's been atrocious over his last six. I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. Darvish has been pretty dynamic. 242 Woba, 267. Versus righties, 119 ISO against lefties. 152 against righties. 27% K against right, 24%. So Darvish is in the mixer. So again, it's a Diamondbacks team who against righties, 23.3% K percentage. All the other numbers are middling, if not low, middle. So Darvish in mix as well uh, for a starter on the day. Darvish projecting well thus far. Top five for the Whiffers row. So that all checks out and uh, makes me happy. 
Continuing on, we will take a final look at our final game, or a first look at our final game, to say that properly. Uh, we look at Brewers at Giants. Alex Wood against Brandon Woodruff. A 7 over under, 3.8 for the Brewers, 3.4 for the San Francisco Giants. The Brewers against lefties on the year have been quite good. 191 ISO, 333 WOBA, 329 Oh, sorry, 333 expected Woba, 329 Woba, walk percentage of 10.2. They don't strike out a ton. Uh, the Giants against righties, Midling, 162 ISO, 304 Woba. So nothing too great there. Woodruff at 10-2, your most expensive pitcher on the day. He is well projected, um, makes a ton of sense. Woodruff and Plesak together, I don't mind. Plesak plus anybody. <coughs> Honestly, please act plus any of the pitchers on the slate <laughs> that you want to roll out there. I'm I'm happy to do. Uh, Zach, please act. I, I need to find out ownership percentages uh, and see exactly what we have going on. But I, I think please act is going to be a winner on this slate. Uh, if he's high owned, then cash games. If he's not, then then tournaments. I think please act returns all sorts of value on this one. Let's take a look at our dashboard. Just ran a little bit of that. 76 degrees, 46% relative humidity, zero percentage rain. Bullpens to target just to run this off quickly. Target the Nats, target the Royals, target the Athletics, the Reds. The Cardinals not rating well right now. The Pirates and the Rockies. So you'll see the Pirates are currently the highest ranked stack over on Moonshots DFS. I'm not going to play them. I, I just I'm not I'm gonna I'm gonna play my theory out uh, they're cheap so they're gonna be popular so I'm gonna stay away and and cross my fingers that Herman Marquez shows us some of that stuff that made us think he'd be a dynamic number one that could overcome cores or be traded and, and bring them back a, a, a good amount I will point out the daily launch menu top five at present Swanson Buxton JD Martinez Justin Turner Javi Baez are the top five. Whiffers Row, Robbie Ray, Brandon Woodruff, Clayton Kershaw, Hunter Green, and you Darvish. Not surprising there. So hopefully this helps uh, lay out the groundwork for the slate for you. Um, fun time talking about this slate. Again, Zach Plesak, Zach Plesak, Zach Plesak, Zach Plesak. Hope you enjoyed. I'll be back again uh, after the All-Star break with more right here on the Moonshots DFS podcast. Moonshots DFS.